Hey everybody, welcome to the Beautiful Shifts podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chantel. We're so excited to share with you some inspiring stories. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now it's easier to walk I can see the road before me I am not afraid to fall All right, welcome to the Beautiful Shifts podcast. Thanks everyone for listening and we're so excited. Today we have Emily Nelson with us. And she is the founder, a co-founder of High Fitness. And we know probably a lot of our listeners are familiar with High Fitness, have done High Fitness. So we're just super excited that she's here with us today and took the time for us. And yeah, we're just really excited. We've been chatting with her for a couple minutes and she's super fun already. So yes. Yeah. So I um, thought about reaching out to you because I've done High Fitness for years and just thought it was really cool that you came up with this idea. I'd always kind of done like step, you know, back like aerobic. And I just love the idea of having a routine and adding on to it and kind of kept, cause it keeps your mind busy while you're working out. So it's like, I'm concentrating on this, but I'm also getting a good, good workout. And so I actually had a friend in St. George that started, I think she's an instructor and I, she told me about it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so fun. And then, yeah, so I go to classes all the time and then, I just thought it'd be fun to have you on just wondering, you know, how you got started, how the idea came about. And so we're excited to learn the background. Yeah, this is a super cool life transition, I'm sure. Oh, it's quite the journey. That's for sure. (laughs) For sure. So, okay, I'm going to read the bio that you provided, then we'll just kind of hop into your story from there. So, okay, Emily is the co-owner slash co-creator and heart and soul of High Fitness, a group fitness phenomenon that brought back old school aerobics to mainstream group fitness. Emily started her fitness career in Canada 17 years ago and was an instant group fitness superstar. Her vast experience growing up in the dance world combined with her extensive fitness certifications ignited an enthusiasm for fitness that has inspired and transformed the high format to what it is today. Emily's love for fitness and her passion for her participants' well-being, both mentally and physically, is the driving force behind all she does. Her goal is for each participant to fill her passion and pure joy through fitness. Emily is a wife and mother of three, KSL Studio 5 fitness contributor, fitness instructor, snowboarder, cookie and sweat, sweat lover, sweat set lover. Sorry. (laughs) She currently teaches and runs high fitness from Bountiful, Utah and travels North America, educating and inspiring others to fall in love with fitness and drop the emotional weight. So thanks. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. And sweat set is a tongue twister, so I should maybe change that. But I really like, I don't like just sweats. I like them when they're coordinating. A yeah. top and a bottom that go together. That's really my jam. That's so cute. I, I like it. it. Yeah. And no, it's a great description. Awesome. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> sweat set. So. so maybe you could give us a short summary about your life transition. Like how did you, how did this idea come about and how did it get started? Yeah. So Um, like my bio said, I grew up dancing, um, and in college, I really got into the group fitness world. I really liked going to take classes because coming from being a dancer to then kind of dropping that as you go into college. And I just loved the group fitness kind of setting. I would take classes and, um, I went to BYU, um, for college and I graduated in broadcast journalism. So I actually started working more in like marketing. I was doing sports and marketing for the Utah Blaze, which was arena football team. 
And I was like working a ton. And um, my husband was getting different degrees and, and whatnot. And he had an opportunity to move to Canada and Calgary, Canada. And it, I think at the time I was so done with working 80 hours a week. I was like, sure, I'll go like sight unseen. <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever. And so I remember my mom saying to me, she was like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I'm going to be a fitness instructor. And she's like, okay, I don't think that's a real job, but okay. <laughs> um, but I always wanted to do that. Like that was a passion of mine because I just really, I love fitness. I grew up in a family that loves fitness. Um, and so when I moved to Canada, um, I just kind of fell into the right place of working at different gyms and getting in that scene. And so that's where I began my career in teaching fitness. Um, this was 2006, I think. Yeah, 2006. And so I was there and I just started diving headfirst into teaching fitness. And I loved it from like the very first class I taught. It was like a part of me had been lit on fire. Like it was truly my passion. Like there's nothing that makes me happier. Like even when I'm like the most stressed or whatever is to go and teach classes. And even now, like I work full-time running the business and people are like, why do you teach so much? You need to stop teaching. I'm like, because then I would have no fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's not fun to go sit and look at my computer all day and get stressed about business things. (laughs) Um, and so that's kind of like, I just love the group fitness world. And so here enters my business partner, Amber Zenith. She, she lives currently still we're eight years into this business in Calgary, Canada. We started this company from two different countries and have continued to run it 50-50 from two different countries. So that is a trial in and of itself. But let's just say when COVID hit, we were already pros at running a business via via Zoom and all those things. So so she and I, we weren't like best friends, but we met. um, She's about 10 years older than me. So different stages of life, you could say, but we had our first babies at the same time. Um, which really, you know, that's kind of like your stage of life. So, um, we became good friends and she is not a dancer at all. Like she grew up dirt biking. And in fact, when we first met at this gym, we were teaching together at, she was teaching yoga and she was my husband's favorite yoga teacher. Um, dance fitness was not her world. And so a couple years after we'd been teaching and I, and I'd been living there, I was like, Hey, there's this thing in the States called Zumba, which you guys are laughing because it's like a big deal, but this is way yeah. back in the day. And I'm like, and I'm like, everybody's doing it. Like, I think we should do it here. And she was like, uh, no, I was like, don't worry, we're going to do it. And then I'll just like give you my routines. I'll, and then you can just like dumb them down. So basically I was just like, we're going to do this and it's going to be great. Like I'll teach us anyways. That kind of like got her into more of that choreographed fitness realm. And I ended up moving back to Utah. Um, a while after that, our ba- my baby was about 18 months old, my oldest one. And I moved back um, and we kept in contact, Amber and I. And you have to remember, this was like, I mean, the world is so different from when we started. Like, I know eight years doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but like eight years ago, Instagram was like brand new. And now because of Instagram and the way it's evolved, and even since COVID with the technical world, every fitness professional has an app, has a program, has that. Back in the day in 2015, when we said we were starting our own format, it was like, what are you talking about? Like, you don't do that. Nobody, it doesn't matter what kind of accreditation you have. It doesn't matter who you are. You don't start your own fitness format. So um, Amber is really the genius behind the name. So high fitness, she says it came to her like a lightning bolt, which if you've seen Mm -hmm. our logo, it has a a bolt in it. Um, 
So essentially what happened is for a couple of years, I would send her routines and then she would kind of dumb them down. So she would take like the dance fitness kind of thing and then she would make it like more simple to follow. And so she started doing that. And then I was like, oh, I do a toning track in the beginning of my classes. She's like, well, that's kind of interesting. I'm going to start like doing that throughout the, the class. And so just this back and forth. And so she comes to me, I think this was in 2014 and she goes, okay, so I'm going to start my own thing and I need you to do it with me. And I was like two weeks postpartum. My husband had just lost his job. And I was like, yeah, no, that no, like, I mean, I love you, but not really. Like I never had dreams of being an entrepreneur. That was not my plan. I was like, I'm feeling pretty good. I teach at that time. I taught like, but this time I taught every program I've done less mills. I've done TRX. I've done Zumba. I've done, um, Benderball. I've done Pilates. I've done cycle, like everything. Right. And I was teaching these different classes and I was just like a young mom. I just had my second kid and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, but good luck. <laughs> and she was like, no, like you have to. So I ended up going up there that summer and we just like went back and forth with some ideas and I had like one of the most profound experiences of my entire life. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to pull it together. I usually cry when I talk about this, but I feel like I'm cutting off the emotion today. No, I'm just kidding. But I had one of the most profound experiences of my life where I remember sitting there like, you have to do this. Like it, it was like no doubt in my mind that like, this is what you have to do. Like you have to go out there and start a new fitness format that's different, that tells women that they're, they're great just the way they are and they don't have to change and anybody can do this. And like, it was just so needed in the fitness world at that time on Instagram. The only thing was shot ab shots and people saying, do this, look this way, be this way. Like, I feel like we've come a long way with like acceptance and love and body love. It was not so much there. And so I just felt like this is needed in the fitness industry. We wanted to create a community. And so we went like, so I remember we're driving home from Canada and I called her and my husband and I were like, we're in. And like, when I say we're in, like people always say like, oh, did you know this was like going to go so big? I'm like, well, I was like, we were tunnel vision, which I think we had to be like, you know what I mean? Like we, we were two moms who had a dream, who had an idea of something that was needed, no loans, no business degrees. Um, and we just like went full in. Like I came home and I was like, I'm not teaching any of these classes anymore. I'm teaching this. We started building the brand. I would drive to like different locations all over and teach these pop-up classes, like as grassroots as you can imagine, that's, so that's cool. how this thing started. And, um, and, and that's honestly how it started is just like a belief that this was needed. We wanted a class that was as fun as it was hard. So simplifying the choreography, there was a lot of dance fitness, Bollywood dance fitness, like all those things were taking off, but we're like, we want to take it back to its roots of aerobics. And that's what we stayed true to. And and that's from there, literally just class and person after person, no marketing, no nothing, just word of mouth and Instagram and things like that is where it came from. That is so awesome. Wow. Yeah, that is <laughs> super so impressed. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kind of a fun. So what year did you say you decided, okay, this is? Yeah. So 2015 okay. um, is when we started and then 2016. So coming up um, this uh, January, 2016, January 31st, 2016 was the first time we certified a group of instructors. Oh, cool. So that's yeah. so fun. 
Nice. Yeah. That is just impressive. Like a, yeah. I don't know, just kind of just came about. Those, I mean, <laughs> yeah, those first 16 girls, I'm always like, you really were taking a chance on us. That was a little <laughs> sketchy, but they just like loved it. And they, I mean, I would say almost like all 16 are still at it because That's they just cool. like had such a love. And they're the ones like, like Amber and I did not build this business. It was every person who believed in the beginning, who went out there, worked hard to get classes to like, the fitness world can be very door shut to new ideas. I think they've gotten better now that like more and more, but at the time, the only fitness things out there were like Zumba, you know, Taiba or, or what's that called? Like beach body, less meal, mm-hmm. like only the big players. And so it was really like, what, what are you doing? What is going on? But we just yeah. knew it was something important and we felt, and obviously people like it. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, good for us. Fun. It's <laughs> a fun awesome. environment. And I just mm-hmm. love music, so it's fun to get. Yeah, know. yeah. We so, knew so. we knew that dry, uh, music had to be the driving force. That's what made us different. Is we don't use like digitized aerobics music. We use the true music off of the radio, and that's like. And we wanted it to be fresh and fun. And so we came up with the idea. We were the first format to do like a song of the week, and like a new song comes out every week. And that was different than what was being done. And that just keeps the pulse like exciting. Yeah. I yeah. was actually wondering about that. So did you, do you have to get permission or was there like a process uh, to be able to use the music? I just remember back when I lived in California, I had a good friend that taught step aerobics and I think it was LA fitness. And I feel like there was a time where she all of a sudden couldn't use real music. And maybe it was just because of LA fitness, not actual mm-hmm. music. And she had to use like versions that other people had done. And oh, it was yeah. like, all of us were like, this is so lame. Like, this is not the <laughs> yeah. real song, but it's the song. Like, why can't we use the real song? But anyway, so I was curious how you were able to get permission for that or how does that work? So music licensing is crazy. It's, it's not to be messed around with. And from the very beginning, when we were little nobodies, we had actually an entertainment lawyer out of LA to make sure we were doing everything correctly. Cause we're like, if this ever goes big, like we can't get shut down, you know, like right. you don't even know about it, but Peloton, people don't know Peloton was sued for $50 million yeah. um, because mm-hmm. of music licensing, but they were big enough that they could pay that off, you know? There's some other big fitness um, Instagram bloggers who are in the middle of lawsuits. So we've been really careful. So the way we did it is you can't put music to video. Um, this was back in the day. There since since COVID, things have changed, obviously. So back in the day, so all our instructors have like videos that they learn and notes, but there's no music on the videos. So then they can like push play and like sync it up. We now have an app that helps with that. Um So we just really, and then as long as the individual buys the music and then plays at a facility, like a gym that pays for those law, like those like ASCAP and all the kind of music licensing places, then it's allowed, but it's like a weird world. And that could go on for, I could talk for an hour about it because like when COVID happened and people were like, we want you to go live on Instagram. We want you to do this. I'm like, we can't like, Um, I don't know what to tell you, but like, it's not like I'm just like some random person, you know, doing a workout on Instagram. Like we could get in huge trouble. And so that's why we first secured some like cover music to do a YouTube. And then from there we were able, the music laws are ever evolving. And that's why we first started doing live classes because we were able to get licensing for that. And then we were able to obtain some on demand, which is what we do on our app now. But we record every song we use, how many views we pay for every single, like we are like meticulous about it because we don't ever want to come back and get in trouble for it. Yeah. Mm. Because I remember during COVID, I did some of those few that you had on YouTube. Yeah. No one wants to see those again. Believe me. People, 
people did them like 500 times. So I was like, I do. Oh, believe me. Cause there was only what, like four or five. And I'd be like, okay, I'm yeah. doing this one again. Cause I got to get my workout in. But then you, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the app, yeah. Had mm-hmm. the live classes and then you've been able to move to on demand. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. That's really cool. Well, I was just thinking about, so you said initially when your friend, um, Amber, Amber, yes. Yeah. Amber, sorry. Amber came to you with the idea, you know, you were super hesitant and then you had that kind of moment. Was that the main thing that changed your mind? Like what kind of made you, because it sounds like there was something about it that was out of your comfort zone. Like, do you feel like it was the business side of it? I mean, you were a dancer, you were an instructor, like, yeah. What kind of made you do that push? And then maybe you could tell us like a little bit more about the challenges that came with, you know, pushing through the, the mental blocks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I think I wasn't so scared of failure. Like that didn't really scare me. I'm like, okay, we're doing this. It was just like, that wasn't what I envisioned. Like I have been a full time, we're talking 80 to a hundred hours a week working mom since that day in 2015. I didn't sign up for, I didn't, I didn't yeah. think that's the way I wanted <laughs> right. my life to go. And so, and in the beginning, like it was just she and I, so I'm running the website where, you know, like just those things, like, I, I mean, it's changed my life for the better. The people I have been able to meet along this journey is hands down the greatest thing. Like there's people in my life that never would have been, I mean, I, I think like, yes, that experience was a push I needed. I think talking to her, okay, this is what we feel like is needed. Like we knew the product we had, we stood behind it. We're like, you know, I say like, I did a very fast version of it, but we had gone back and forth. This is what we want to put out there. This is what, and she was like, I need you to do it. I, you know, we like, it was, it's the two of us together. It's not me doing high fitness. It's not her. To, it's like the two mm-hmm. of our brains that mesh where we call ourselves the yin 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 because we are literally polar opposites. Like I'm not even joking. It is so That's funny. Awesome. <laughs> even the way we like think the, the things that stress me out, the things that stress her out. Like it's just the two of us together that really make the magic of the choreography and the product and the things. And so I knew what we had was great. Um, and I, and I wasn't like scared of failure. I just think that I was just like, okay, this is a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is a lot. And this will, if I'm going all in on this, like this is going to change my life. This is going to change my children's life. This is going to, you know, and so I think that's, is this what I'm doing? Like, and so I just needed that because it's been really hard. It's been really, really hard. And so having that moment to come back to, to be like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And honestly, like when people, I swear they come at the perfect time, I'll be like, what am I doing? I, can I walk away? When do I get to walk away? Like I have those thoughts. And then I'll get like these messages or I'll run into someone and they literally are like, you changed my life. Like they will literally mm-hmm. like be like, this is who I was. And like, this brought me back to life. And like, that's for me the most rewarding part. And it's still, sometimes they're like, you're probably sick of hearing that. I'm like, no, no, I'm really not. Because I need that sometimes to be like, what am I doing? Like, why? And so those moments, like I know that I was supposed, that we were supposed to do this and that it was going to make a difference in people's lives. Like we just feel like women, especially in those like postpartum years or like depression or different things, we need an outlet, right? And it's a way to like go and get those happy endorphins while at the same time, like feeling accepted and loved in a community. And that's what we wanted. It's not even about the fitness. We in fact call ourselves like the anti-fitness fitness company. <laughs> Cause we're like, yeah. I don't really care if you lose weight or you get like, we, we're just there for the endorphins and to feel good because at the end of the day, that's what matters. We're heart healthy. We're strong. And like, just be who you are. Like you're already amazing. Yes. Have people lost hundreds of pounds? Yes. Have people mm-hmm done all these things. Yes. But we try, we never focus on that in any of our advertising. Um, 
And so, yeah, like I think the business part, sorry, I'm coming back to the other part of your question. No, um, great. was just like a lot for me because we had, you know, in the beginning, one thing that's kind of unique is we, I remember we went in and we said to this marketing person, they were like helping us redo the branding and they're like, okay, so a new website's going to cost like, and this branding's going to cost $10,000. And we were like, what? It's just like, now we'd be like, okay, fine. What are, you know, like, not that like $10,000 is nothing, but I'm just saying like, we, you know, have compared to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. You're very beginning. Yeah. And we said, well, can we make monthly payments? And they were like, okay. <laughs> so we literally would both go back to, you know, she's in Canada. I'm in Utah. We would teach classes and then use that money to pay off the monthly payments of the website. Mm. And like, that's how we did wow. it. We've done it from the very beginning. I remember we were you know, we've, there's been a couple of times where we've been like, okay, this is it. Like we need, you know, some investment money or something to make this big app purchase or this. And then somehow we've just like cut back, made it work. And so it's been really empowering, um, for us as women to be like, we, we did this from the ground up, like up until this last year, we're barely putting a marketing person in place to really market this thing. It's all been organic growth and word of mouth and you know, I'm, we're so lucky now because we have so many amazing employees that do things like the customer service and the tech side, because both Amber and I, as different as we are, we are very creative brained. And so we really like, we're like radical ideas, this idea, and let's do this and this. <laughs> and then we have people that will be like left side brain. They're like, okay, now execute. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's been so fun to like, you know, get people in place. But in the beginning, like I mean, I had a baby, my second was six months old when we started this, a baby in the carrier seat, emails, this, that, and the other, every training, every event, every this was just the two of us. So it's been so fun to bring people on and to support that and to be able to watch it from up top. But yeah, I think the hardest part was just like for me, knowing that that was going to change my life and the fact that I was now an entrepreneur and, a, and yeah, I was going to yeah. work every day of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's so cool because- obviously in your voice and your, and your look, like you love it. Like, so, mm -hmm. and you love the actual business. I mean, the business part as in like making up the routines and yeah. whatever, but also that you love that you're helping women and that you're empowering women. And so it's like, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it awesome. is. And not that it's not a lot of work. I can no, see that it would be so but... much fun. I, I always say to someone, I'm like, if you are passionate about something, like go for it, like do it. Even this podcast for you guys, like when yeah. you, love something and are fulfilled by it. It isn't work. Of course there's hard times, but like to me, like I actually love anytime I'm working on the business or the, you know, like, because I love it so much. Do I think it's hard to balance everything? Like, yes. Cause sometimes I want to hyper-focus and be like, wait, I have children, you know, yeah. that's the hard part is wait, I have to pull away from this to do all this. And then back, that's the hard part because actually working on high fitness and creating for it and building the brand. Like I love it. And I feel like the luckiest person in the world because I get to do what I love every single day. Yeah. I would say how yeah. that's how this podcast has been. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, even mm -hmm. just coming up with the name and the logo and kind of what our purpose was. And yeah. And it's cool. Cause I think we both have liked it so much that it's not work. Like we like to work on it. We like mm -hmm. to find people to interview. We like to edit and to do the social media and to like put people out there to help other people. And it's, yeah. So it is fun to do stuff that you love to do. It is, but I I'm looking at you and thinking about doing it with two little kids and I just don't know how you did it. So yeah, I our think, kids are older. Yeah, now. I'm like all all my kids are now in elementary school and but with two little kids, I'm super impressed that you're able to do that all. So yeah, how did you balance it? Would you I mean, I guess you know, you have nap time and stuff like that, but I mean, that's just a lot. So 
Yeah, I don't even know. I now have three children. So at one point, I was also fully pregnant during it. Oh, Um, wow. So I taught the whole time I did events and, um, and then I had went on my postpartum journey, which I am not one that just like bounces back, even though I taught the whole, like my body, you know, it likes to gain Mm -hmm. weight. So I just went in, I was like, this is me, this is who I am. And I'm real. And I think that related to women as well. Like in fitness, like I wanted to come back and teach, you know, when I was barely postpartum, because how else are you going to get back at it? So, um, Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's such thing as balance. I think I've been, you know, more in the work side and more in the mom side and, and I honestly, if I'm being honest, I don't even remember (laughs) beginning. Cause you're like, it's probably a day-to-day thing too. Like, how am I going to do it today? And how about tomorrow? Yeah. Like my husband is super supportive. Like since day one, like he never has like faulted me for being gone. Or when I used to travel, he'd be like, aren't you so proud of your mom for going out and doing this? Mm-hmm. And like, cool. that to me is like everything because we all know mom guilt is real. Even if he's saying that I'm still going to feel guilty. Um, a couple, a while ago, I did have a nanny for a while. So she did customer service. And, and that was like back 2018, probably 2017 to 2019. Um, and she was there and that helped a lot, especially when I had a new baby that I could just leave him when he's napping or whatever. And then it's like, if he didn't need her, she would work on the business. So that mm. was like very helpful. But then after that, once you're used, then my husband in 2019 left his full-time job to do real estate and work for high fitness. So since then, it's just been the two of us, um, just kind of like tag teaming <laughs> in mm. and out and making it work. Um, this last summer though, I finally said, I am not doing another summer without help because summer is hard when they're home, when they're home. and I just yeah. I just feel like I can't do anything so I three days a week had someone who would come um two days for sure sometimes three half day and just like take them to do things run errands and I just knew then I had that time to get like concentrated work done it didn't mean that I never worked I'm like absolutely not I'm always as an entrepreneur you're always doing stuff right but it allowed me to have those concentrated times. And I, I don't think I'll ever do another summer. Um, besides that, two of my two of my kids are in school full-time now. I just have one little one. And so I feel like during the fall, I can make it work. But honestly, just giving yourself grace and um, just, like I said, sometimes it's like I have to be all in with work. And it's just like things have to fall on the wayside in the home front and then vice versa. I'm just like really in it. And I just think it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Well, I think what's cool about that too is getting the help so that you could probably focus on more of the business stuff while they're, the kids are busy, probably then freed you up to have more quality time. I mean, like you said, you're still going to be busy and always doing stuff, but then you could yeah. be more present when they were around. So I think that's just like a cool message to let other moms know too. Like, because I think sometimes we get that mom guilt, like, well, am I asking for help too much? Mm-hmm. What if I need to hire a nanny? Like those things, you know, but I think Phil, like, mm-hmm. I mean, because maybe then your time with the kids is more quality time so that you can oh, 100%. get the work done, you know, while you're, while you have the help and stuff. And so I would even cool. like second guess myself, like, cause I'd be in the other room and like, she'd be there with my little one and I'd be like, like, do I really like just, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> someone is playing with him. Like, that's the thing is like, someone is literally on the ground playing with him, taking him to do fun things and I can get this done, you know, and then be ready to focus. And I just think right. as women, like it's okay to have help and to not be ashamed of it. And yeah, it makes it way more like I was way more present with my kids this past summer in the times that I had and, and going off and, you know, going to the water park or this or that when I felt like I could be like, yeah, I got my work done. Let's go. And I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. 
That is really fun. Cool. And that's so cool that your husband's been able to get involved too. I bet that's, I mean, probably really neat and probably also brings some challenges and things. That's just cool. And it sounds like you guys do it really well together. Like you're, you know, yeah, he, good he's team. very good. He definitely can be like my brunt man, which I feel bad. Like he'll take the brunt of my stress or like <laughs> if there's someone to blame, I'll be like, well, I can get mad at you because, you know, like he's really <laughs> good at handling that. Um, he was full time over the live stream when we were going live 55 times a week before we That's went crazy. on demand. And when mm. I say live, I mean, some of the classes were re-aired, but you actually had to physically push play. Like someone had to be there. So yeah. we're talking three in the morning, nine at night, like, cause these different East coast time was, and he did all of it. I can't even wow. tell you. And he was like, well, you can't pay someone enough to do this. So I'm like, you're right. So like when yeah. the, we, were, we were figuring out the live stream and like, you know, the bad streaming, I remember it was actually November, probably 2000, was it 2020 or 21? I can't remember when we did a live stream. And I remember like, oh, it was two years ago. It was exactly two years ago. Cause it was around my my grandma's funeral. And I remember like slamming up against the wall and I was like, I can't do this because like the stream was bad. And I felt so bad because we were just trying to figure out like the internet and like the class was going in and out and I'm just like losing it. And we're just like in my house, the times where I was like, I feel bad that I'm the one blaming you. I know you can't control the live stream, but he's really good at handling it. And it's just like, that's like the truth of business when you're working with like your spouse and you're trying new things, things are going to go bad. And like, we've been through it all. Like I, now I feel like I'm really resilient, even mean comments. Like I used to have the most sensitive skin and like would cry. And I'm like, mm, that wasn't so bad. Okay. What, 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 what do you got? Like, I mean, not saying it doesn't hurt. Right. Like obviously like no one likes to, you know, but I've gotten like so much thicker skin. And I also am the other day, my friend said to me, I rarely see you get frazzled. Like even when you're at this huge event and the basketball hoop wouldn't go up and it was right in front of the stage and it was like 45 <laughs> minutes till start time. And you weren't even frazzled enough. I just have seen it all. I've seen stereos go out. I've seen stages not work. I've, I, you know what I mean? Like live streams go out, right? Like, I just think I've experienced it all. So it's like, it'll work out. We'll be fine. Everything's going right. to be fine. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like trial and error. Like we just had mm -hmm. interviewed my daughter. She'd ran the New York Marathon. So we interviewed her and then we went to release it today and it just sounded not good. Like yeah, the, the quality was mm -hmm. awful. Like it sounded like she had a retainer in her mouth or like a lisp. <laughs> well, crap, we can't release this. So it, like it was up for a little bit. We took it down. We have to re-record it. But I'm like, well, this is part of the process. Like yeah. we're learning, we're growing, figuring out even how to ask questions and how to edit and how to, you know, and it's like, yeah. And I think you think like, oh, this is the end of the world, you know, like yeah, this is, so and awful, it is yeah. because you work so hard and you want, mm -hmm. like you have something so good and you work so hard and it feels so like deflating, but just knowing like people give you grace, like it's okay. And even if people do get mad, like they should understand, you know what I mean? Like right. at the end of the day, it's like, we're humans. That's like that's, I think that's one thing as the business grows, you're like, you do realize we're humans behind here and we yeah. don't control the whole web. Like when a website crashes or I actually remember, yeah, during COVID, like when you started doing the live streams, I was doing it. I do remember one time, but I literally thought, I'll pay you. There's so many people on right now and they don't, they've, this is so new. Of course they're going to have to figure it out and work out the kinks. And yeah, I wasn't, you just I wasn't mad. I was more like, Oh like, yeah, this is probably so stressful. You know? So I'm you assuming don't most know, people understood. You don't, you don't know what you don't know until it happens. That's what I, yeah. it's like, you can't prepare for what's going to happen until you've experienced. You're like, okay, now that crashes a website. So next time we know. Right. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I think it's cool because, and I was actually talking about this quote to Chantel the other day to do with Whitney, her daughter, who ran a marathon, and she's awesome. But it was like, because my comment to her when we were talking to Whitney is like, you're so mentally strong. I don't know how, you know, at your age and you're just, but we ran across this quote by Adam Grant and I can't remember, I don't have it in my hand right now, but he just talked about how like mental strength and resilience is built by doing the hard thing. Like actually by doing it, we often look at people who do the hard thing and think, wow, they're so mentally strong. But he's saying doing those things is what gets you mentally strong. That's what creates it. So I thought it was cool. I was thinking about it with you. I'm like, well, you learn that by doing it. It's not like we're all just naturally resilient and mentally strong, but you're learning to like roll with when the basketball hoop doesn't go up or, you know what I mean? (laughs) Where in the beginning stages, maybe that wouldn't have been so easy to do, you know, but you learn it and, and you become more resilient. And anyway, I keep trying to remember that because I'm like, that's a good point to go back to. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of our guests like you and her Mm -hmm. daughter, like they show that, you know, I think it's really cool. So I do think that's like, that's what all of this is about. You know, like at the end of the day, like everything we're doing is okay. Who am I as a person at the end of the day? Like I'm, I'm the same Emily I was eight years ago. Like something about my family is they're like, you haven't changed one bit. <laughs> I'm the people who have been in my classes in eight years. And that this is like my greatest compliment is they're like, oh yeah, you're our teacher that was here eight years ago. And now you're, even though I've traveled the world and done events, I, when I walk into class, I'm their instructor, just like any other instructor. And I love that. But so I'm the same person that way, but like how I've grown and how I've, you know, been resilient and like these things I've learned in the business world and my family life and my spiritual life, like all those things have like, that's why I feel like at the end of the day, sometimes I'm like, I was supposed to learn all these lessons and that's why I'm doing this. I'm so happy other people are benefiting, but selfishly, this has grown me into you know, I've seen bad versions of myself and good versions of myself. And I think that's anytime we do something hard, it's really like a refiner's fire for our own selves. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think the idea behind the dance and the music and, you know, going back to aerobics is awesome, Mm -hmm. but I think you've also created, and I'm sure this was on purpose, but an Mm -hmm. atmosphere that's very fun and it is a community and you just really, I just look forward to my classes every week. I'm sad if I can miss them. Mm-hmm. I hate when I miss them. And it's just so, I think that's really cool. Do you think you, did you have to, that come naturally or was that like part of the vision? So it was part of the vision, but as you can imagine, like that's what Amber and I wanted, right? We wanted to create a safe space. Like fitness is not a safe space for a lot of people. And, and what we wanted a place where people felt like they could be long and that it's like their community, like, okay, maybe you're not going out to the club, but you're going to your high fitness class and you're getting endorphins and it's even better, you know? So we wanted to create that community, but as you know, like we can't control every classroom environment. So like I can't control, we can try to like from the top down and then like our trainers, like this is how we want our classes to fill. This is how we want them. You know, this is more important than this. Like be careful in how you talk about, like, we don't say like, you know, we're not going to say turkey burn. I'm going to say hi before pie because we're not here to burn off anything. We're here, you know, food and fitness to me are mutually exclusive. We eat to fuel our body. We work out to be heart healthy endorphins. And when you, you know, say do this to burn this off, it's a change in mentality. So it is a vision like from the top that way, but you can't control, uh, you know, like 4,000 people's classes across the country. Yeah. And so it's just like, we kind of, it's like you let your baby out there. And not everybody's going to have that positive experience that you have, but that is our hope. And I, I, our instructors are phenomenal. Like I'm blown away about the goodness that they put out there and how welcoming they are. And so I'm so grateful for that. But you know, if someone comes in with a mindset where they're already like, I don't like this, I don't belong. 
you can't necessarily change somebody. Like that's right. one thing that's kind of hard is like, you know, when you go into something, you're like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. It's really hard to switch that mindset where if someone comes in and comes in open and is like, I'll give this a try and like puts themselves out there. How much better of an experience is that going to be? Right. So I always yeah. say that I'm always like, you can't change people, but if they're open and I always tell people, if they're, if you're wanting to try a high fitness class and you're like, what is this cult? And everybody knows what they're doing. And I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, I'm like, go and tell someone you're new. Like literally be like, I'm new. And I promise you, like, imagine if someone came up and said that to you, you'd be like, oh my gosh, stand right here or whatever. And I always say, don't stand in the back of the room, stand in the middle of the room. You can still hide in the middle, but then you're like surrounded by the atmosphere. And I just think as a, a personal thing, like we have to put ourselves out there, you know? And so like, I just try, cause like, I can't, sometimes class starts or people come in late. I can't be like every new person and make sure they're seen. I would like to, and I hope to eventually, but sometimes it's really crowded or people slip in, they slip out. But I just want people to feel like that love and genuine, like, I'm really happy you're here. I hope you felt, you know, the community and the positivity at the end of the day. And so we can't control, but I love when people, you know, feel that yeah. feeling that we wanted. Yeah. I remember the first time I tried it, it was a little bit intimidating because I was like, yeah. every, it, said, it seemed as though everybody in there already knew all the moves. And I mean, yeah. I have like a dance background, so I wasn't mm-hmm. super intimidated by it. But then mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Okay. But then... <laughs> It's like, okay, there's tons of people in here that don't know what they're doing. And a lot, most, I would say the majority of the time they do ask, is anybody in here new? Yeah. But just because it's almost like, hey, give it a chance. And mm-hmm. once you do it, like, and it is very, especially if you kind of have a background of learning a routine, it's mm-hmm. very, oh, okay, repeating this again. Okay. This yeah. is the chorus. This is the whatever, but it's a fun atmosphere. And it's actually hard because sometimes I go, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so crowded. Where am I going to fit? I hate to push people out of the way, but those are actually the more fun classes because there's so much energy. Yeah. You know, and most classes I go to are full, but every once in a while I go to one where I'm like, oh man, I like it way better when there's just more people, more energy, more old and young and people that know every team before the instructor even does it or the ones that are barely learning, you know, and it's yeah. just a cool, it's cool and a very good workout. I tell you, I like my watch. I'm like, wow, the high fitness days are some <laughs> good yeah. energy. <laughs> I know in my class, like I have this class up um, up North and I teach high, low. So high, low is a low impact version of high. People can still go level three, but we do the bases level one. Um, and I have like all ages, like I was laughing cause I had like my mom in the back who's like 75. And then I had some men over here that were like 50. And then I had like these haughty 18 year old, my mom's like, are they like models? I'm like, no mom. I think they really were models. Like she was like, they look like, my-. like it was just like this random, like gamut of people. And I'm like, nothing makes me happier than when I got like my old people over here telling me to turn down the music and yeah. like, and they love, like they love it. They do what they can. Even mm-hmm. they've even come to my high classes. I'm just, and it's just like, if we allow ourselves, some of my favorite high fitness people, they don't even have a dance background. They did soccer or this or that. But when you start to realize it's repeats and it's base fitness moves set to music, you really can catch on. But I always say, give it two or three times. Like if someone doesn't like it, I'm like, I promise it looks like everybody knows what they're doing. But as soon as you realize what the instructor's cueing, you're like, oh, now I know what that means. You know, like when she points to the floor, you know, you're doing right. a burpee. We're going to go That's down just to something the, yeah. you learn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do love seeing, I because I go to the same one, so I see all the same t- people most of the time, but I love that there's like these three older ladies, and I'm so impressed, and they just modify how they need to, but a lot of times they can do stuff where I'm like, wow, I hope when I'm their age, yeah. I can also do what they just... I know. <laughs> I think I might be in a wheelchair, um, but good for them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's so awesome. awesome. We've talked about a little bit about like life perspectives, I guess. Is there anything else like you would you know, any new perspectives or lessons learned or advice you would offer others based on 
your experience with all this? Um, yeah, like I just, I think that it's important like to go after what you want, you know, like I just think as women for a long time, we were kind of taught like, oh, this is what you do and da da da. And like, I hope that I've just taught my girls. I have two girls and then a son, but I've just hope I've taught them that like, go after whatever you want. Like you can do whatever you want in your dreams and be supported. And I think that's just really important. And, and also it doesn't have to be like a large scale business. Like I think sometimes I see people and they're like, well, I don't want, I'm like, if you just want like a little thing, you do something for yourself. Like I truly believe that's so special to do something like for yourself that fulfills you. Even that's, if that's just you know, going to the gym or going to an art class or whatever. Like, I love that. And, um, I just think as women, we're especially, um, very hard on ourselves. And I hope that like more women can realize how amazing they are. Like I have learned, I have been around people of all races, religions, backgrounds, and there's just everybody's unique self is so, so amazing. Um, we really, my both Amber and I, we have two daughters. Each of us have two daughters and they're built like completely different. I have one that's like built in the bigger body and then one that's like this little string. And then she, same thing. And it's, we want to teach our daughters that like they're perfect just the way they are. Like we always say like a giraffe could never be a chihuahua, right? So like mm -hmm. a, a giraffe could do what, whatever, you know, do all the classes and eat all the things and do whatever a giraffe will never be a chihuahua. And why would it want to be? It's this beautiful giraffe. And I think that's, I hope more and more women, like every time I feel like we're making strides in the fitness world and you know that, like I get really excited, like, okay, we're changing, you know, the face of the fitness world, like not me. I just mean like in general. And then I just get mm -hmm. really discouraged when I see certain things or being pushed at people or even on the media, on TV and like things that people are saying that goes right back to that diet culture and that certain thing. And I know that young girls are with social media are getting bombarded. Once again, it's like, it's going back to that epidemic of, you know, trying to look a certain way and be a certain way. And I just hope that we can continue to push the messaging that everybody is so amazing. And they offer like the way they are, they offer so much and it's needed. We need diversity. We need different body types. We need different personalities to really like make this world rich and full. And so like, if anything, at the end of the day, like that, that's the legacy that I want to leave with people is that they're perfect the way they are. Do we want to be the best versions of ourselves? Absolutely. Do we want to feel healthy and strong? And like that, yes, that's what we want to do is you want to feel good, but you want to be, just realize how amazing you are and you don't need to change to be someone else. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. That's something that I just didn't really, I mean, I should have realized, but like, didn't expect this conversation to go to with. <laughs> you know, social media and body image and stuff like that. You know, I was imagining, oh, we'll talk to her about her business <laughs> and stuff like that. But I love that you're bringing that into it and that obviously you're so passionate about it too. So I think that's really cool. Like, yeah. are there specific things, I don't know, in that realm that you're doing to try to change the, um, you know, just like, I mean, I'm guessing like the things that you guys put out there, like, do you, yeah. or even tips like to share with us as moms. I mean, Cause I feel like it's super important too. And I love, yeah, just hearing what you're saying about it. Yeah. And even how this like plays into the business world, it's like be you. Like, I think even if someone's starting to like mm. start a business, like I promise you, it's not going to go well if you're trying to be someone else, <laughs> even on social media, yeah, like yeah. everyone's like, Oh, you're the same person as you're on social media. I'm like, is there another way to be? I don't really know how to be right. anybody else. <laughs> I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. Right. Um, I'm hyper. I can't, I can't not be that. Um, I think 
I mean, that's what we try to do is we're very careful about the wording, the messaging, the picturing. Um, but it's hard because like, obviously all of our top people who do high fitness or rep, they're doing it a lot. They're fit people. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they'll be, so yeah. we do get the flack of like, Oh, you're a bunch of, you know, skinny blondes. I'm like, well, we have a dark haired person. You know what I mean? Like it is, <laughs> um, it is hard because when you're, you know, doing that much and you're in the fitness industry, you know, but we do, our instructors have all body types. And so we do, I'm like, yeah. if you actually look at the, you know, the story shared or whatever, if you, if you go past what your tunnel visioning and you're like, well, they all look like this. If you actually looked, it's very different, you know, and there's all shapes and yeah. sizes. Um, but so we are very careful about that and like the way we phrase things and you'll never see like before and afters regarding like mm. weight loss or things like that. Even though it happens, we just don't focus on that. Um, and that's hard. I always say that yeah. if we were selling that side of it, we'd probably be a lot <laughs> more successful. Um, I said, telling people that they're perfect the way that just the way they are doesn't, it isn't a money maker. And I mean that like honestly, but also like, it's true. Like you can, you yeah. know what I mean? Like people want to be told, do this and you'll look like this and eat this. You know what I mean? Like we want that thing, but it's like at the end of the day, if we can message into like, it's okay, you're great just the way you are and keep working hard. So our messaging, we're very careful about that. Um, and I'm not a perfect mom to daughters, but I just think the number one thing is like trying not to comment on bodies at all. Um, they get enough of that like everywhere they go. And so like, I even am very careful, like my little one, she, she, my younger daughter, she knows she's tiny. Everybody talks about it. And while that doesn't seem that offensive now, what happens when she goes for, through puberty and she's not the tiny, like, you know what I mean? Like those things. And she thinks mm-hmm. she needs to be the tiny one. Like, I do think those, like those stereotype, you know, or, you know, my other ones, the way her body is, does it need to define her for the rest of her life? And so like we try to make healthy choices. We just don't talk about like good food, bad food. We just like, okay, this will, is this going to fuel your body? We don't really talk. We all, you know, we all eat the same things. It's not like you can eat this. You can't, you know, just keeping it very like neutral. And also like, does that make you feel good or whatever? But when my daughter like has a hard time because things don't fit or she doesn't like, she's a dancer in a bigger body. That is, that is a hard place to be. But at the end of the day, I say, does it do more good or more bad? If it's tearing down her self-esteem, we're gone. But luckily, mm. she dances at an amazing place that, like, they are so good. And the girls are all kind of going through puberty. And the things are happening. And they're very conscious of that. And the costuming and the things. And it's a very uplifting environment for her where she gets to move her body, do something she loves. So I just am very mindful of, like, the atmospheres that they're in. Is it a supportive? You know, because that could be on a soccer team, a tennis team. Like, are they surrounded by people that are, you know, tearing them down or lifting them up? And at home, home should be a safe place where maybe we don't talk about it, but she knows if she wants to talk about it, like I'm here. Cause I never want them to hold it in. Like if she's feeling something and be like not feeling good, I don't want her to hold it in. But I will tell you being a fitness professional is, um, is hard because I cannot say something, but she'll take it that way. If you know what I mean, you know, like, te- like yeah. teenage girls, like sometimes I like, won't even say something, but I'll be like, okay, well, do you want, like, she'll be having a meltdown and I'll be like, well, do you want to do this? And she'll be like, you think I'm it? And I'm like, 
I didn't say that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. But it's just like, no matter how perfect you are, or you're trying to say the right things, you know, they'll make you into whatever. I don't know why. This is not, right. this is not a no. parenting <laughs> advice podcast, but I'm just telling you out there. But teenage girls can be hard and it's like, you can do the best uh-huh. you can at home. There's so many outside sources, but just being a safe place for them to be like, you know, how are you feeling about things? Like you can open up to me about whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I do think that's a hard thing about being a parent. It probably wouldn't matter what my profession or hobbies or whatever were or yours. Like there's going to be the things that they challenge us on mm-hmm. and they just kind of know how to do it. But I guess that's just kids, you know, and it's not that they're bad either. It's just kind of goes with the territory. So I think it's just a challenge for sure. But I love just everything you said about that. And even going back to how you like earlier in our conversation, how you said the difference, I can't remember how you said it, but how you worded the Thanksgiving routines mm-hmm. yeah. instead of, you know, and that, mm-hmm. I think that's pie so cool. Or pie or yeah. You talked about that and then it all plays into what you're saying now too. So anyway, I just think that's an awesome message. And I really admire that, that you guys are going for like, how does this make you feel? Mm-hmm. How, um, going for this positivity where you totally could play off of people. Yeah, like quick weight loss. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I know I've, I've only done one high fitness class and I really liked it <laughs> and I kind of want to keep, go again, but I burned a ton of calories. So I guarantee you <laughs> yeah. I could have a before and after. <laughs> it would probably be pretty compelling. But yeah. like, I really admire that you guys aren't, you know, that you're leaning into other areas that you feel like maybe are more positive. And yeah, stuff, I definitely, so. I mean, being someone that's gone for, I don't even know now how many years, but that is definitely the vibe I feel mm-hmm. I, you know, like your instructors do a good job making it more, it's more for energy and it's more for, like you said, like heart, mm-hmm. healthy, yeah. like Mm-hmm. connection or whatever you need in the moment it's not and the fun and the dance the next and, yeah. yeah the next best way to lose weight or and I yeah. do think even though maybe at first like you said it maybe is a little intimidating with routines but give it a couple times and you kind of catch on I get intimidated by going out and lifting weights at a gym you know like oh me too and I look at all these <laughs> girls and I'm like oh my gosh like I don't really know what I'm doing and you look amazing mm-hmm. and da-da. I just but I don't feel that in high fitness because there is all walks of life in there mm-hmm. like you said like I mean, men go and older women go and young and I, it's just not intimidating. Once yeah. you go and over and over again, it's like, oh, this is, yeah, I really feel like I'm just taking care of myself and my body. And also it's like the endorphins of the music and the, you know, your blood pumping and all of it. It's just, you've done a really good job because I felt all those things you said without really knowing that that hmm. was behind it so yeah that's cool yeah I, no, I was just saying like you can't like say that all in social media right so like it is just has to be something that's kind of felt and then you're like oh yeah I didn't realize that but I guess I did kind of get that and I mean that's the point right it's not like we're throwing it down your face it's just kind of like yeah I did feel comfortable and accepted and I loved it because it was fun and I kept, kept coming back because it's a full body workout and I had fun and that at the end of the day like that's mm-hmm. what it's about right so mm-hmm that's so true. To find an exercise that you like, like that's the key. I think that's something that's that you on, love and um, want to go back to. Yeah, on uh, KSL. So I'm the fitness contributor on there. And I always oh, yeah. say that. I'm like, listen, I don't care what you do. Just find something you love. Like you're being bombarded. Like we we are being bombarded by you need to do this workout. You need to lift weights. You need to not do cardio. You need, I'm like, listen, listen, yeah. at the end of the day, what is going to drive you to move until you're 80? Like, you know what I mean? Like, fine. Is it your friends? Is it going out for walks or hikes with your friends? Is it lifting weights and putting in your earphones and tuning everybody out or being surrounded? Like you're not the only fitness you're going to stick with is fitness that you love and makes you feel good. And that, and at the end of the day, that's what it's about. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. It is 
Thanks for coming up with it because it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I want to go. I want to go. Again. Really funny because I I do realize I just I mean I like to run. Mm-hmm. I have a pel- peloton, but I guess that's a lead instructed thing. Mm-hmm. But I fit for, I love classes at the gym, and I when they kind of like got away from step, like I was saying, I was like, wait, well, where's my dance routine? Yeah. Okay, maybe I should find a dance class. But this is such a good combination. Like you know, you go from cardio to the it's it's so great. <laughs> I just love it. It's so fun. That's awesome. It's really fun. So I have some like maybe more nerdy questions. I like because it. Because I go to high fitness all the Let's time. Let's go. But I, well, not nerdy, but just like not necessarily about the transition, but like what are your top, do you have your top like five songs or routines that you love? Oh gosh. Or is there okay. just too many? I mean, I know you have thousands of songs. Bro. So <laughs> my, it's hard because they're changing all the time. Um, but like one that's coming out very soon that I love. I love like the real like singing. What so Celine Dion River Deep Mountain High. It's a cardio track. Like that's a good one. It's yeah. like Celine Dion. Like it just like lights my soul on fire. Like we're singing, we're doing it. <laughs> so that's one of my favorites. Um, really, really old school high fitness song. If people have done it for a long time, like Wake Me Up. It's like a really, really old one. Or like fight for your right by the beastie boys like those are kind of some of my old ones but I like change my favorites all the time because I'm always doing new ones so I'll get really into a certain one so like I'm the worst when people ask me what my favorite is because I don't even know it'll depend on the day right now how many do you how many routines do you have so I think there's like six to seven hundred on the high fitness library and then I probably have another like 200 in my brain (laughs) that like we're working on and tweaking I don't know I know one thing that people would think that just like because I helped make up a lot of routines and I do all the videos for instructors and all those things you would think that like I don't have to study but I'm here to tell you before every class I spend hours getting ready and I have to I rewatch the videos to make sure even if they're of myself to make sure I'm doing it correctly because like you know, I have so much in my brain now. I'm always like, wait, is it? So I like study mm-hmm. and everyone's like, really? And I'm like, yes, I have to study just like everybody else to like remember. Cause there's so many now I just have to go back and study, which is kind of funny. That is funny. Yeah. My kids are like, I swear it's almost like once a day if we're listening to music. Oh, that's a high song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a high fitness song. Now they just make fun of me. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, is this one a high fitness song? <laughs> but it's super fun. I know I was trying to think if I had my favorite, but I'm like, I feel like my brain just doesn't remember. It's like when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, I love this one. And part of it's because I either love the song more, you know, and some of it's because I actually love the moves or whatever. So for whatever reason, I love that LA devotee. Yes, that's a good one. That's a really good one. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's a couple Eminem ones that I actually like. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. The rap ones are always fun. People always like the dirty songs. I'm always like, oh, we can't release that. They're like, please. And I'm like, sorry. That is kind of funny. Some of the songs, I'm like, okay, I think they edited a little bit. Wait, what did that just say? I know. <laughs> we do use the edited versions, but it's hard because what offends one culture doesn't offend another. And like, just like coming from like Amber and I, like I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. She's Jewish. She lives in Canada. I live, like the things that are offensive to different cultures is like a totally different gamut. Like one thing can be said. And so you have to be very like non-care, like listen. But we try to use the edited versions, but truly every song, if you actually read into what they're talking about, is kind of dirty. Like, even if you think it's like... Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, everything's sexual. Yeah, it's I'm like, like what can you things do? tend to be suggestive <laughs> a lot in music. If someone ruins a song for me, I'm like, you mean that's really not talking about that? What? I hate yeah. Why'd you have to do that for me? <laughs> I know there's a couple songs that I, I 
I would say something like, oh, that's a high fitness song. And my daughter was like, it is? Do they have like the real version? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not paying attention to that. <laughs> it's just fun, but I just love it. It's wow. awesome. And then, so are you pretty much all over the United States? Like, I know you said you have over like almost 4,000 instructors. Yeah. So, so is it pretty, I guess Canada as well. Yeah. But. So we have like instructors in basically every state, but there's not like super like hot. So our, our hottest areas obviously are Calgary where Amber is. And then um, it's Utah, Texas, Arizona, Idaho, Oregon. And like, those are kind of like our hotbeds, you know, of like our biggest like mm-hmm. um, areas. And then we have just like spurts everywhere. So like, that's actually like our 2023 goals is we're really hitting the market hard to expand outside of our love group, um, which is something that is very hard to do. And I've learned that from a lot of business owners, like the people who love you, love you. And it's really hard to break out of those, you know? And so we've done, you know, like different things that have helped that happen. Obviously when we launched the live stream and the on demand, it like is able to go to these different areas. And then we just launched our new uh, format called Hi-Yo, which is music driven stretching. And so it's all like deep stretching set to fun music. And so that's been really fun because people that would never do high, like I have all these men that come in off the weight room for my yo class, like right after high and they love it. And so that's been like a really fun addition to the brand. And we have people certifying in that that have never taught high, but they want to be, and then they're like, oh, I like this brand. Maybe I will teach, you know, like it's just like fun. And so we've just been working and like, we have some really big strategic. We just first finally hired a CMO, which is a chief marketing officer for the first time this past couple months. And that's like huge for us to really like push this to the next level. So that's our plans. So hmm. that's cool. really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I awesome. love too that. And probably because you just came up with this new, like you said at the beginning, like, okay, who's doing something like this? Nobody. Mm-hmm. It's all the same, you know, but you, so you had this liberty to like, I love like, oh, Halloween, you add Halloween songs mm-hmm. at Christmas, you add Christmas songs and you always have these events. Yeah. Okay. Come join us at this park or this mm-hmm. venue. And it makes it more of like a community and almost like a party. Yeah. Um, so I think that part would be so fun yeah. to come up with all those. Some people, that's actually what I was doing when you get, when I missed my call was filming all the holiday tracks. So all oh, the new fun. holiday tracks coming out. Some people love it. Some people hate the holidays, but. I actually think it's pretty fun just because yeah. I know it's just a short-lived thing. Yeah. And so I, I think if you just, if an instructor like farces them in like slowly mm-hmm. up until it's better than it's, if it's like all Christmas, December 1st, I'm like, don't do that. They will be sick of it by the time. Right. And also, no, like my business partner's Jewish, right? So she doesn't celebrate Christmas. And so that was kind of like for a while. And she's like, just do the Christmas songs. Like if you're doing it, just, you know, cause there's like only so many like tree holiday, win- you know, like, and she's like, yeah. let's be honest, everything, when people say holidays, they're talking about Christmas. Um, so, you know, we want to be culturally uh, like respectful, but right now for our demographic that works and people like it, it's fun. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I love too, how the instructors will have like, okay, two or two or three instructors are going to be leading this one today mm-hmm. where they take turns and go up on stage. It's just a really fun atmosphere. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's one way that, um, our business really, why it took off so fast in the beginning is because in the fitness industry, it used to be like only these certain trainers were fitness instructors. And what we did was take the average female who liked classes and said, you like this, you can teach it. And so it kind of like started this, you know, phenomenon of like, oh, I can teach fitness just because I love it if I take the right accreditation or whatever. And so we kind of like took, you know, your 
we call a type stay at home mom. <laughs> like the mom who's like, I need an outlet. I'm like really educated. Yeah. I'm really driven and I want something to do. And it like gave them that fulfillment of like my own little business and I can learn these and teach these classes and build this up. And so that's really like why it took off. It, and especially here in Utah in the beginning is because we got a lot yeah. of those women around those yes, a, a lot of women a like types, that. you know, driven women. And so that was kind of something that and we called ourselves the gateway drug, you know, high fitness, get it? But the gateway drug yes. of like, they start teaching high and now they like have all these fitness accreditations and they teach all these things because they've realized they can do it. And like, I love that. I know. I love that going back to when you talked about empowering women. And I feel like these days we, the women do have a lot of opportunities, but sometimes they still have just the outside telling them that they can't or that they shouldn't mm-hmm. or they should feel guilty or they should feel bad or whatever. And so like you're providing them a space to work out, but also a space that they may, like you said, like, oh, realize, oh, I could do this on the side and, oh, I can do this so I can also do more. And mm-hmm. so it's really cool, like empowering women, making them feel good about themselves as the instructors, but then they're giving that to their yeah, that's, class as well. At our last yeah. fitness convention, that's like what we said. We're like, so Amber says like, I empowered her. Like she didn't really have a lot of self-esteem because she grew up in a, like a home <laughs> with not really like parents and she just kind of like found her own way. And I was like this young 23 year old, I'm like, you want to do that? You can do that. And like, I didn't even know I did that for her. Like I honestly, until we started, I had no idea, but she was like, you just were like, yeah, you should do that. And she was like, yeah, I guess I can. And I just grew up in an environment where that's what I was told. Like, if you want to do something, you do it. But I didn't realize how rare that was. And so like, I empowered her to, you know, have this vision and start high to bring me along. And then we've empowered other people. And then because of them, they, you know, are out there with all those participants and they've empowered. And that's what it is. It's like, an empowerment business. Like, yes, I feel empowered. I can do this. So can you. And just that's person by person, not by Amber and I. That's so cool. cool. How long does it, like, what's the process for getting certified as an instructor? Yeah. So you take like an online or sorry, there's in person. I don't know why I said online. There's online and in person, (laughs) but you take a full day training. So you sign up for a training. It takes like a whole day, nine to five, um, and you do that training. And then once you complete that, then you work with a mentor. So we have a mentor team where you send in videos to them to get passed off. So there's like these badges that you have to pass off. And we don't do that to be mean, but it's more so like I've certified in fitness formats where they're like, okay, there you go. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And am I even good? And so I like to tell people, I'm like, no, this is so that by the time you pass off with your mentor, you're like, yes, I'm good. Let's go. Cause you don't want to go out there and not have a clue what you're doing. Right. And I think there's only so much you can soak in, in a day, you start to like hit the glaze factor. And so it comes like you work with a mentor and then once you pass off, so that can take, I mean, someone can get it done in a week or six months. Like it just depends on how much you're pushing it, how much you need to work on certain things. And then once that happens, then they're a certified instructor and then they can start going out and like building classes or teaching or whatever. So that's kind of oh, how it works. Cool. Yeah. And then do you still like the two of you make up all the routines or do you have people like submit a routine that they come up with? So, yeah. So we, we take um, instructor submissions and then, well, we kind of have stopped for a while because now that our business is so big, it's very hard. Um, and so I was feeling like the, this constant overwhelm because that's like one of my favorite parts of is creating this stuff. And I'd be like trying to do other people's. And then like, there's so many people be like, well, what about my, and you're like, I don't even see them. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many. Yeah. So we've kind of had to cut it off. And then we, now we do like, like right now, the month of November instructors can submit like their very best that they want. And then we'll use them over the next like while. And then 
but we do make up, I mean, we have people helping us. We have our guru team, which is our trainers. Um, and then I like to, I call Amber is the starter and I'm the finisher. <laughs> so we like to kind of like bounce ideas, but I just think like, that's one of the magic, like we'll even take someone who's a really good instructor, their choreography, but the, like the way we know how to make it like dumbed down, like we do have a pretty, like Amber and I have really fine tuned what works and even I'll think something's great. I'm like, this is so good. Okay. This is what we're going to do. And then she'll do it and she'll be like, well, what do you think about? And you really have to drop your ego. Cause you'd be thinking like, this is money. This track is going to be so good. And she'd be like, what do you think about doing this here instead? And I have to be like, okay, yeah, I'll try that. Even though I thought it was so perfect the way it was. And then it's like, oh my gosh, that is better. Like you truly have to like drop your ego. And it's just like, it's a back and forth or we'll test something like that's why my classes are always getting choreography tested on. They don't even know what they're going to be doing. And it could be different the next day. Um, and, and then I'm like, wow, I really love that. But like teaching it, like it doesn't translate well, it's unsafe or they're not really hitting. And like, so it goes through a lot of trial and error. Like sometimes songs will come out quite fast. Sometimes someone's like, I've been doing that in your class for a year. And I'm like, I know it's just not ready. <laughs> like, and it's just like, we only put out the best of the best and it really takes a tweaking process. So it's kind of like a mixed bag of a lot of different things to make like the perfect song. So I'm always so curious, like how it all works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. But I feel like, oh, I got these songs down. And then if the song comes on and I might tell my kids, oh, it's a high song. And they're like, well, show us the moves. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah. If I'm in the class, You're I You're like, that's why I go right here, so I someone know. can tell me what to do. You got way too many exactly. things in your brain. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. Just I'll be honest. Like routines. if I go take someone's <laughs> class, which is kind of rare, but if I'm just like a participant, I'll be like, I mean, if I haven't like practiced a song, I'm like. Oh, I mean, I'm just following them. Like sometimes I can't even remember. You know what I mean? Like if it's You're been a long time, I'm like, oh yeah, this one's fun. I forgot. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, it is so much fun. That's awesome. We <laughs> just thought, you know, if you have like a favorite quote that relates to your story, we share quotes a lot on our Instagram page, just are like uplifting or inspiring to people. So do you have anything like that you'd like to share? Um, so one of my very favorite quotes is you don't have to change yourself. You just have to change the way you see yourself. So I'm not quite sure who said it. So I can look at that for that's credit. That's awesome. No. That's all right. That's perfect. But I just think that that's like the whole message that we're trying to put out there is like, don't change yourself, change the way you see yourself. And from that comes so much magic because then you're more empowered to like better yourself, right? You're not trying to be anyone mm -hmm. else. You're like, I'm, I'm pretty good. And I can look like, I love, like, I got plenty of faults, but I'm really good at looking at like, I'm really good at that. So I'm going to stick with that. Me, party planning, crafting, bad news bears. I hate it. It gives me anxiety. Like, but why do I need to be good at that? Right? Like, I think for so long, I thought like, oh, I need to, you know, be this Pinterest mom or this crafty. And like, it would cause me stress and I wouldn't even have fun. And it's like, I was able to be like, you know what? That's not my favorite thing. I actually don't enjoy it. So I can build up other people who are so good at that and be like, wow, you're amazing at that. I look up to you so much. It doesn't make me less than because I'm not into those mm -hmm. things are good. I have my strengths and that's what I'm good at. But just because I'm not good at something doesn't make me less than. I can appreciate others' talents rather than like putting, you know, as women, like putting people down. It's like, no, I can respect you're amazing at that. I'm amazing at this. And we all have our strengths. Yeah. That's awesome. That. Thanks. Oh, I love that you shared that. That's great. Yes. Well, I feel like you've given us lots of good <laughs> tips and advice. And yeah, this is fun. Yeah, it's so I know. fun to hear your I, story. It's cool to see the business part, but also the just vision and the helping yeah. women and yeah. well, not even just women. There are a lot of men that come to the Yeah, classes, but, I know. I always like cool. primarily talk to women. Like I feel like that's our messaging, but it works for men yes. and we do have men. So they're welcome. <laughs> 
That's cool. Yeah, That's I've really even cool. been to James class. Oh yeah, a couple times. So he's also people always so. think James is fun. my husband in videos. They're like so fun that Hank comes them all. Well, that's not my husband, but I was like, someone's got to stay home and take care of the kids. He can't be coming. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. true. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, we and like at the end on the post, we'll link to your Instagram and just high fitness and stuff. Is there anything else you'd like to tell people about how to reach you or? just like your website, we can link to your website. Just, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to try a class, you can look it up on highfitness.com. You can look up in your area if there's classes and then also high fitness live. Um, we have a ton of content on there from high yo to high low to high fitness all on there. We load new content every week. So if you want to try a class, there's something for everybody and that's at highfitnesslive.com. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll have to try that. Yeah. That I've good. done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, um, we like to, at the end of our interviews, wrap up with a question that kind of ties back to our theme. So how have you found beauty in life after going through this transition? And I know this has been like several years and yeah. So what, what are like the little things maybe that you go back to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like the beauty in life I've seen is just like people. I've been able to see so many people and experience different walks of life. And I think that's like so beautiful. There's, our world is so much bigger than, you know, the, the radius that we roll in. And so I think that's such a, a gift. I think I, because I've been so bogged down and busy at times, I see the beauty in slowing down and what's most important in my life. And for me, that's my relationships and my family. At the end of the day, also my relationship with Amber, we are best friends and she's more important than any being right in any business decision any amount of money that's more important to me. I'd walk away from it all if it was to hurt her. So that's like something, the beauty in life and just the beauty of movement. I think it's life changing. I think it's powerful. And that's why I do what I do. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. That is (laughs) so good. And that's really cool. You have that relationship with her. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. We love each other. (laughs) That's so cool. And I love how it just kind of just looking, thinking back at the story, it's just kind of fell, everything just kind of fell into place. And even though you moved away at all, we were not best friends. That's what's funny. When we started this, like we were friends, but we weren't like best friends. And now our kids are like family. So. Yeah. And I love that message too, that you're so different, but you can still, you know, have gotten so close and work together and everything. I think that's also a good message for people listening to remember. Cause sometimes we think, you know, there might be barriers there, but that's all yeah. right. She's so. super cute too. Cause she, I've done some of her. Yeah. She's so cute. Some of yours and you guys are awesome. So fun. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to get online and do one. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'll tell you what I do. I mean, I think the online ones are convenient yeah. and fun, but I prefer the, in, oh, totally. I mean, just because of that, the energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I even like, I'm like, Oh wow. I tried way harder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the gym than I did in more. my family yeah. room. For sure. 100%. And that's why I was always like, it's not the same thing. But then we found people that just like love it. There's just certain people that will not go to the gym. No, certain mm-hmm. personalities. Yeah. yeah. I can see. And like convenience, yeah. like if you're traveling or yeah, like when you can't get to a class, it's nice to have a I agree. In person is the best. You two should come to one of my classes. I teach in Murray. Oh, that's, we should. We yeah. should. You teach in Murray? Oh, yes. in Murray. Yeah. That's we're close. At, we're um, at Awaken Studios. So I'm there Monday mornings at 9.15 and Thursday mornings at 9.10. So just let me know. Okay. We're going to come so we can meet Let's you in person. Let's do it. Yay. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Okay. We'll come. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you thank so much. This has been so fun. And yeah, I'm 
I know you're I'm, just so like cute and energy and happy and I just and smart fun. like yeah so. you're you're super impressive your whole story so oh, thank yeah, you thank you guys you so thank much. you for having me it's it's good I I'm a talker so I'm like I hope I didn't just cut it out just cut out what you need to no <laughs> well obviously we're talkers if we start we are podcast. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we love the talking we like to get to you know some of the deeper stuff too so it was perfect we loved it oh thank yeah. you so much thanks yeah, we loved having you thank you Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this conversation and would love if you subscribe to the podcast and followed along as we continue hearing more inspiring stories. You can also follow us on Instagram at Beautiful Shifts Podcast, where we will post updates with our latest interviews. We'd like to thank the band We The Lion for giving us permission to use their beautiful song Move Along for our podcast. Take a minute to listen to the song and the lyrics and enjoy. I find a way to know myself All my thoughts are mine again And begin to understand where to go Now it's time to move along Now it's time to move along Take this journey as my own Feel the strength right in my bones All I want is to believe Life is my own Life is my own I'll start again, mind is free I can feel the truth I'll take a chance, I won't be wrong Yes, now it's time to move along Now it's